Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we have sad news to discuss, but great news so, to discuss. So sad. So sad. Spider-Man. Not like this. Not like uh, this. Not like this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. What is happening, Jeff? It, everything, man. It's all falling out. It's all it's all crumbling it's, down. It's all falling out. What what is that? What is, what is that analogy referencing? I don't know, man. When you when you wear there's two a fallout low, between low Sony and Disney. Oh yeah, they are falling out. That is for sure. So, it's all falling out. We're, we're, today we're basically just talking some news and some feedback. And the biggest news: Spider-Man No More, my friends. Spider-Man well, No More. Spider-Man MCU No More. Yeah. I, this is so bad that I don't believe that it will stay this way. Like I, <laughs> like I am, and, and this might just be denial. This might be the first stage of grief for me. Yeah. But I am so upset about this. I just, I am refusing to believe it. I think that like they have to get their shit together, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been refusing to podcast. I'm in such sorrow. Yeah, we didn't get to do one last week. Uh, Sorry. Uh, it, it's really sad. And it, it's just further siloing off of all of these different properties. And, we, we, you know, we've talked about it many times how the uh, they seem to have completely left behind the TV division in all these things. Yep. And, it's, and that's been a bummer for a long time. So this is not new information, but I am... I am super bummed that if they can't keep this stuff together, it's just one more thing falling. It feels like they've been holding this whole universe instead of it for a long time. It felt like this inevitable thing that the universe would eventually just coalesce. We'd get the rights to super Spider-Man, get the rights to, uh, you know, um, fantastic four and X-Men back. And it would all just be one cohesive universe. Like that seemed like where it was going. Like it has yeah. to, it's what the fans want. It's going <laughs> to get there. And it was moving yeah. toward that for a long time. And now it feels like instead that, that, that was all a lie and they were just holding it together with string and, and until they got through in game and it all just collapsed. It, it felt like Spider-Man was holding together these two companies uh, much like he was holding to or trying to hold together the two halves of that uh, that the theory ship, yeah, in the first movie that he, or well his first solo movie, uh, it just it's really it's really sad and there's it's like you you want to blame Sony for for backing out and saying no, um, but there's also blame on Disney's side because uh, the details of it like when the first deal was struck when the or rather when the deal was first struck it was that disney was getting five percent of the of the movie uh the the box office revenue for anything that was a solo spider-man film and that disney would they were only getting five percent of the box office but they were getting a hundred percent of the merchandise sales mm -hmm. and they were getting creative control of Spider-Man, of those movies. But Sony would foot the bill for production. Disney wouldn't, Disney wasn't going to put it forth anything for production, but they weren't really getting much out of it for box office, but they were getting all of the merchandise. But they were getting that Spider-Man name in the MCU, and they were able to, to pull that extra crowd into the MCU and really drive up their numbers. 
Yeah. And it looks like Sony back or Sony cut off the the entire deal because Disney asked for instead of Disney not contributing to the production costs, they would contribute half of the production costs, but also get half of the box office. Yeah. So, so they they wanted to go from 5% costing them nothing they were they would get 5% of the of the payoff but foot none of the bill and now they would cover half the bill but they'd get 50% of the royalties from the movie at, at like this actual box office of the movie when it came out and i just can't believe that they have let this go this far I really can't. Like, I understand that, okay, maybe Mar, uh, Disney wants 50%. Uh, Sony doesn't want to give more than five, but like, there's a large area in the middle you guys can come together on. And I don't know if this is just two corporations, um, you know, slamming into each other and that they'll eventually one of them is gonna, you know, break, but I just, it's just dumb. It's just really dumb. It's, I mean, honestly, I think it's just a bunch of uh, posturing in order to drive hype toward it. And I, I, really the fans are the ones who are suffering because we're, you know, if they can't, if they can't come to some sort of agreement, then we don't get the shared universe that we've been clamoring for. And all mm-hmm. of these characters that are in the the deal with, with Sony or rather, all these characters that Sony has the rights to that Disney can't use for for Marvel. It just there's a lot of things in there that would be really great to put into the main MCU universe that we want to see on screen. And if they can't come to some sort of agreement, then we don't get that story. You know? Yeah. We don't get Norman Osborn taking over Avengers Tower and. You know, making the Dark Avengers, and then, yeah, you know, we don't we, get Siege. We've like, been talking ah. about that for, and, and the, the biggest loss, the biggest loss, this whole thing. Everyone's upset about Spider Man. I'm upset about J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> biggest loss of this whole deal. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I really think that the villains that have been that have been put forth for Spider Man. You could call J. Jonah Jameson a villain, almost. Yeah, but the villains that, that Spider-Man has, has brought forth are... That's the real tragedy, is losing those. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, well, well, we've kind of just don't have that many iconic villains. And, I mean, we just got a lot of new iconic villains with the Fantastic Four. And the and I think that's, that's probably part of the calculation here with, with the Fox merger. More of a Fox acquisition, really. With the Fox acquisition... It is they don't need Spider-Man as much as they did before. Marvel was operating the the most impressive movie company ever with no really well-known characters. Yeah, like, like a none. shockingly unknown roster. Yeah, all of these are unknowns, and it's amazing they took what they've done. They've taken this unknown roster and made them the biggest superheroes around, and. Now and and now they're starting to attract, you know, whether through acquisition or through deals, these big named Marvel heroes like Wolverine and Spider Man, Fantastic Four, all the bigger names. And and 
I just really am saddened that Marvel and Sony can't get the shit together. Like, and it's, this is a bigger problem. Like, Sony's had problems, and Sony, I have not watched any of the Sony movies lately. Uh, with the exception of the MCU ones, I haven't seen Venom. I'm not super excited about the other ones, if, especially now that there it sounds like they will definitely not be connected, and they won't have Feige working on them. Um, maybe they learned some lessons from working on Spider-Man. That there, there's hope there. Maybe they will make an amazing Spider-Man universe over there. They already tried. <laughs> well, they've tried twice in no, the last the amazing ten, Spider-Man you know, fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But. I can't, I just I just can't believe they just can't get their shit together. They can't come to an agreement over this. And I, and I understand that there's two sides. It's just work it out. Figure it out. <laughs> Figure the shit out. Come on. We've still got one more Tom Holland movie. Yeah. And, and the thing that really makes me upset is, is that, like I said, Sony's had problems for a long time. But it's just further splintering of this Marvel Universe that we, me and you, and our listeners care about immensely yeah i'm like do it for us guys come on like we're we're the biggest fans we're the ones who follow everything you do every tv show and and it does matter to us if things are disconnected if things don't have communication if you're gonna start making avengers movies that don't communicate with the productions of spider-man movies and suddenly they're gonna completely disagree with one another like that matters to us and at, at some point this isn't what I signed up for. You know what I mean? Like it really, even as big a fan as I am of all this stuff, it will no longer interest me if they don't care about the continuity. Yeah. I mean, you've mentioned on several occasions that continuity is uh, a huge thing for you that you, you know, we've, we've coined phrases such as deep, hot continuity. Mm-hmm. Deep, um, hot, wet continuity. Yeah. Yeah. Deep, hot, wet. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I need that DHW continuity, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Dark, dark queen, <laughs> it's, dark? No, it's just DW. <laughs> no, we. I mean, we've we've talked about this for years, yeah, years now. It's that, why I'm that, here. This is why I'm here. I'm giving. I'm literally giving Marvel and Disney uh, hours of my life every week because I like this content so much. But a huge part of that is the connectivity, and if they can't provide that. I like it. I've said it before, but if they can't provide that, like, I don't know that I would, I would not be doing this podcast. And now I'm pretty deep into it and I do love doing this podcast. And, and it looks like they've got some great stuff coming, which is the next news story. But like, this is, this is me just saying, like, get your shit together. You're going to lose your audience. Like, we yeah. will give up on something if they stop providing the thing that we want. You can still be Disney with the biggest budgets in the world, but if you stop giving us the universe that you've promised, like, we're going to stop going to your movies. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man Far From Home made 1. like 1.11, I think it was, I think it is billion dollars. Yeah. Like over a billion dollars on this on this kid that that you're filming. Like, you guys came together to make a, an over a billion dollar movie. You let Spider-Man show up in a movie that became the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. Come on. Just <laughs> Damn get, it. Get, figure it out. Figure, figure it, out. it out. All right. Let's, let's talk good about news. the news that is not sad. Good news. Good news. Uh, you know, we've been, we've been kind of asking for things here and there. Uh, on, on the Netflix side, we've, 
for years been asking for something a little more uh, Defenders, you know, uh, we'll say the Marvel Knights run type of stuff, mm-hmm. like something a little darker, a little little heavier. Uh, no, turns well, we've been out, getting it, but yeah, they yeah we won't. yeah, but we've been we've been wanting some stuff that's you know a little little deeper into the Marvel U. Uh, mm-hmm. We are getting that in in Disney Plus here soon. Announced at D23 this past weekend is a Moon Knight series yeah. is getting developed. Freaking Moon Knight. Mark Spector is coming to the streaming screen. That's right. That's really, not, really exciting. Not just that, though, sir. We're getting two other series. She-Hulk is getting mm-hmm. a series. And Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, is getting her own series. Yeah. I wonder how connected they're going to make that to Captain Marvel. In the comics, does she get her, doesn't she like, the the, the, the origin is related, right? Uh, in the comics, she idolizes Carol. Uh, okay. She, she looks up to her as like the hero that she wants to be. Um, and her power is, like, she's an inhuman. And her power just kind of manifests and, and as a, you know, she like she has stretching and enlarging powers, but also she can kind of shapeshift her her skin. So when she wakes up after her um, after her power manifests, uh, she is shapeshifted to look like Carol, to look like Miss Marvel. No, or well, at the time, Captain Marvel, I guess. Uh, her old name though was Miss Marvel. Anyway, so she shapeshifted to look like Carol and ends up actually meeting Carol and. Carol's, you know, Carol basically inspires her and tells her, you know, be a good hero, do a good job. You can take my old name. And she just becomes Miss Marvel and then becomes a a, a street-level hero. Cool. I really I'm curious if that'll uh if they'll actually use that sort of origin that Captain Marvel is, you know, is part of her origin. That that'll be interesting to see. If she, if like um Brie Larson will show up in the show. Even if it's like just on the TV or something, I, if they do that, they're going to have to make her come to Earth and stay on Earth for a little bit. Well, not necessarily. Um, she could be watching footage from Endgame, like the the not the movie, obviously, but like footage from the uh, <laughs> from like news reports of her saving the world during Endgame or something. I mean, maybe, but Carol was only there for like thirty seconds. Sure, sure, sure. And, um, you know, that's that's all I'm, that was needed. I'm she assuming just showed up and ended it. <laughs> well, she did not. She got hit with the she Power Stone. She, <laughs> it's really funny that that's what was needed is to, like, she's got him on lock. He headbutts her and she just, like, smirks. And he's like, shit, and grabs the Power Stone and just, like, punches the shit out of her yeah. with it. The Power Stone uh, that we know could end a planet with one strike. Right, and she takes like, that Ouch. to the face <laughs> to to knock her out of the fight. It's pretty great. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. Well, so, so any other any other big D twenty three news you want to talk about? Uh, there were there there were some things like uh, the Black Panther two movie got a, a release date. Sweet. When is that? May sixth, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Wow, we're starting to get a roadmap for when all this stuff's coming out, and I'm excited. Yeah, man. Yeah, Ryan Coogler was on stage talking about it and getting all excited. Everybody's all hyped about it. It's going to be good stuff. We also got uh, a first look at the Eternals cast, and it 
actually looks like it's going to be an Eternals movie. Because we've been talking about, like, what if it's this? What if it's that? It might actually just be an Eternals movie. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I said a couple weeks ago. You know, it might just be an Eternals movie, but <laughs> but I love all these theories. I mean, there were a lot of people on stage, and they had, like, art on the screen of what they look like as their character. And, like, actual renditions of them as that character. And there were several more people than just like four it could be still an x-men movie yeah i'm not gonna give up hope on that uh Gemma chan who was um who was in oh god she was the sniper girl in cap in the captain marvel movie the on the star force i can't remember her minerva she was minerva uh she actually is going to be cersei in the eternals movie cool that name and, is never going to be the same. Yep. Because of never. Game of Thrones. Yep, yeah, I'm sorry. Speaking of Game of Thrones, Jon Snow, Kit Harington, is going to be the Black Knight. Yeah. The only character who's not an Eternal. Oh, okay. That That's so perfect for him. Isn't it? That's so Jon <laughs> Snow. It's like the only guy uh, involved in the storyline that's not part of the royal family or whatever. Supposedly. Yep. Um, yep, supposedly. I think he's just going to be Wolverine. Yeah, Kit Harrington is Wolverine. I don't. We didn't call it last week. We 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 had a big conversation about who would be Wolverine. Kit Harrington would be a great Wolverine, wouldn't he? Yeah, wouldn't he though? Yeah, he's a great call. And and, and we already and, talked about um, Kumail Nanjani as Beast. I really haven't looked over this list very closely to see if there's any other great uh, correlations there. But those two are pretty would be pretty sweet. The guy, I cannot remember his name for the life of me right now, who plays Rob Stark. Yeah. Um, you, you know. Yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He would be a, a fantastic Cyclops. Mm, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. That tracks. It all tracks. There we go. It we nailed tracks. it. We nailed it. Good job, everybody. <laughs> High five. We can go home. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so it's the next movie. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's the next movie. So you heard it here first. <laughs> that's a, that's a piece of the news today. Eternals is actually the X Men movie. Yeah, it's the externals. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually not bad. Yeah, they came from the outside. Yeah, they came from the. That's the tagline. Yeah, they came from somewhere else. Uh, a different universe, maybe. It's a pretty good band name, The Externals. Yeah. We should make that band name and just play, like, the X-Men theme from the 90s cartoon. <laughs> That's the only thing. The Exclusively. Only thing Exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> Not on real instruments, though, just with our mouths. Yeah. I would pay nine ninety nine to put that on Spotify. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay, uh, is that all about all the news we want to cover from D twenty three? I believe so, sir. That's the big. That's the big headlines. There's a lot of little stuff in there, and and uh, there's there's video floating around. I think I shared it to our Facebook page uh, of Kevin Feige just giving a basic rundown of these things, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to hear him talk about all the different things and sort of like what these shows are actually going to be like and hearing it from his his mouth. And some of this concept art really got me excited. The WandaVision 
I said yeah, it. I said it, it when looks I, like it. I said it uh, when I first heard WandaVision that it sounded like like a fifties TV show. Like I said, yeah, I, said yeah. it I like remember us talking Lucy. about that. Uh, and yeah, it looks like that's what it is. And it does to me look like what's going to happen is she is going to remake reality to be the. And he says he, he says in the description when he's talking about the show is it's going to show what their lives would be like if it, they were their perfect life would be like or something yep. like that. So yep. that's yep. that looked really cool. Um, the Eternals poster looked really cool. Yeah. Well, let's uh, throw out some of this feedback real quick. All right. Toss. It's gone. It's now all what? gone. We threw it out. No. Yep. <laughs> Come back. All right. We had uh, we had several tweets about uh, poor old Spider Man, but this one says at MCU cast. Now that Spider Man is out of the MCU, may his soul rest in peace. What new character would you like to be? one of the big faces of the MCU. Mm. See, this is a great question. You know, we've been talking about who would be our lineup for the Avengers, and it was clearly Spider-Man last week when we talked. Like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man for sure. It's like Spider-Man, Spider-Man sure. Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and then who? You know, like, uh, and no. Kid Harrington Wolverine has to be it. Yeah, Kid Harrington Wolverine is probably one of them. Uh, yep. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the next feedback. Check this out. Tina Molson said, hey, guys, heard today that Kit Harrington is joining the MCU. Maybe maybe the Wolverine casting answer you were looking for. <laughs> well, that you, you called it. <laughs> Nailed it. Good job. <laughs> oh, man, she, we're so far She behind. must have heard us talking, you know, yeah. Yeah, just absolutely. now when she sent that in. Yep. <clears throat> That's why it was in this document here. Yeah. Does she have access to this? She must. She must have changed it when she heard that uh, in the future. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also said, also, end of Guardians 2 had the Atom Pod. Uh, where do you think we might see him in Phase 4? Assuming Guardians, but since it's likely to revolve around Quill's return to Earth slash reacquainting with Gamora... How do you think this might play out? Also, shitty news about Sony and Spider-Man leaving the MCU. I was really looking forward to his character development, as now influenced by Tony Stark, uh, and how that was going to play out. Yeah, I, I, that is, it's just super sad to to see that. Um, and as for the the Guardians, uh, I think I think Adam Warlock will probably be in Guardians Three, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, the, there's that room was kind for of, both those stories. Yeah, the, that was the the major tag at the end was you know having Adam in his uh, in his little birthing pod. Yeah, now that Gunn is back, I have a feeling that they will go back to whatever they were trying to do there. You know. Yeah, now that they're all back under the gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, uh, to answer the other question, what's a new character that that we think they'll add back into the MCU if we're losing? If we're Spider-Man. losing Spidey. Who's, um, who's the, I mean, the, the, the obvious choice is the, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. That's the obvious choice. They're, they're going to be, and obviously Wolverine being the biggest name probably in that entire pantheon. Um, but, you know, any any of those great X-Men characters, I feel like, and, and the Fantastic Four as well, like, you know, those are some really fun characters. Johnny Storm could be a great, you know, young, quipping Sort of guy, but they did, they've done such a good job building the character of Peter Parker with his relationship to Tony and after Tony's death, like all, all those things build complexity to the character that we're just not going to have. We got to redo, they got to rebuild somebody new, and I'm really upset about it. 
Yeah. God. Super annoying. I don't want to keep talking about Spider-Man. I Damn know. It. I know. <laughs> Although, um, you know, we could uh, we could see something like uh, like Namor having that on again off again relationship with the Avengers, like he does, like he is wont to do for sure. Um, and and somebody like Kit Harrington could pull that off as well. Yeah, who's a? Is there another child hero? I mean, Kamala Khan's younger, right? Yeah, she's a she's a teenage hero. I mean, we've got a um, lot of teenage heroes in the, the the TV side right now with the Runaways and the uh, Cloak and Dagger series. Man, um, and there's uh, there's there's the Mighty Thor coming along as well, but she's not. It's she's not, not young, she's yeah. necessarily younger. She's just it's a fresh face for the for the title. Yeah, I'm just um, trying to think of who who. One of the things I've always thought about them bringing Spider-Man into the MCU was they're kind of aiming at a younger market. Because if you think about it, all the other heroes since the beginning have been older guys. Like, they're just played by older guys. They're played by guys in their 30s and 40s. Yeah. um, Or even 50s. And I mean, <laughs> you got to recycle it every now and again. you got to change the wheel, you know? Well, I was just thinking they're, they're, they're aiming younger... And it, which is dangerous in some ways because you could get a bad actor at that, that age. They've done a really good job, but um, they're aiming younger to, to you know bring. Not that they're already not capitalizing on that young audience, but you know I just think that they were trying something go by going younger, and now they don't have that anymore. Uh, you know, if you want uh, if you want a younger type of uh, 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 hero, Franklin Richards. Is a is a solid one. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like they you kind of have to establish a read. First. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have Reed and Sue. to have a relationship for a while first. Do I need to explain where babies come from? Uh, I mean, it doesn't need to be that long a relationship, to be honest. No, yeah, obviously they could. You could come in; they're already married and all that. But um, yeah, it does. It just seems like they wouldn't jump to Franklin too quickly. Yeah. Uh, they could go with um, with Cassie, Cassie Lang. That's true. That's a good call. Give her uh, give her some stature. Yeah, <laughs> Cassie La- Cassie Lang could could fill that younger role on the Avengers for sure. I'm just uh, I'm I'm rolling through the memory now. I'm like, who's young? Who could be like? Who they introduced? I actually really love the idea of Cassie uh, being the youngest, but also being the biggest. Yeah, like running around yes. as this huge, huge. That's person. kind of like the. That's kind of like that Molly Hernandez thing, where Molly was the youngest, but she's also the strongest physically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. that's always kind of um, cute. There, uh, you could see somebody like, um, oh, like uh, uh, Monica, Monica Rambo. No, yeah, Monica Rambo, uh, the little girl who was in uh, Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's actually going to show up in. Uh, in WandaVision. Yeah, but later. it's 20 years later, so she's going to be in her 30s, too. Uh, I mean, maybe, but she's still younger. Yeah, yeah, just not Spider-Man young. <sighs> Nobody can be Spider-Man young. Come on. Well, <laughs> that's 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 a false uh, statement. <laughs> nope, there's not a single person on the planet who is that young. <laughs> this is now Children of Men. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> That was a ridiculous movie. Um, I, I thought that movie was pretty good. Who would Clive Owen play in the MCU? Mm. 
He could do a good Wolverine. Yeah. No, I want to see him as uh, as Braddock, Captain Britain. Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Anyway. Love that. Okay, Justin Day said Spider Man and Aunt May were dusted. Uh, someone had to come in and <laughs> someone had to come in to pack up their stuff. Did Peter leave anything behind that would have been a hint that he was Spider Man that the new tenants would have found? R.I.P. MCU Spidey. Hmm. This is a, is a good question. I have a feeling. If, if I had to guess, um, I think that probably Tony Stark did some work on that apartment to hide his stuff a little better than he had it. Uh, previously hidden probably like but he I was mean, trying to help him maintain his identity so i imagine he probably had a you know maybe he had a little secret lab hidden away now that wasn't there before <laughs> something that nope not gonna do it um what <laughs> i was gonna quote beauty and the beast for some reason um <laughs> it's beside the point it's beside uh, the point i've got a cousin who is not very funny, but he likes to quote movies, and that is the whole joke. Okay, that's the whole thing. Like that's the he he'll, he'll just quote a Disney movie. It's almost always Disney. He'll quote yeah. a Disney movie. It will not be related to what we were talking about. It will not be in any way a response to what we were talking about. And I and, and then he just laughs and laughs. And I I I've had this conversation with him multiple times. Like you know, that's not how jokes work. Like, it's real strange. It's a really strange, weird sort of humor thing that he does where he just, like, will yell a Disney quote, and then that's that's all he does. And then he starts laughing and laughing. But it's one thing if you quote a movie in relation to how the conversation is going, but he just does it in real random ways. I don't even understand So it. what you're saying is it's okay for me to say there's something there that wasn't there before. Nope, that's almost as random. No, it was perfectly random, because you're saying that he had a lab that wasn't there before. Oh, sorry, I didn't know we were going back to Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's something there that wasn't there before. Good job. See, Thank that you. that could be funny. That could be, but... I mean, it wasn't. You it could made be. it weird. You had to drag it out of me. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> jokes are better. Jokes are better when you explain them. <laughs> Come on, Matt. <laughs> Clearly, Jeff. Uh, anyway, no. Um, as far as evidence that uh, that Spider Man would have had in his in his apartment, yeah, Tony probably would have cleaned it up because he knew where he lived. He knew where where Peter lived. That's a good point. Um, yeah, even if even if he didn't have it hidden away better, uh, for like the world's also falling apart. So there's probably entire sections of town that aren't even being there's not new tenants. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> it's very likely there's not new tenants. It's not like there's a bunch of people like clamoring to fill the gap. There probably is after five years, but there's time to clean that up. Yeah. Tony probably had time to clean it up is the answer. Plus, I mean, the, the nice suit that Tony gave him, uh, he's, he was wearing that and he was wearing that when he went to space and then the, uh, the nanoparticle suit shot up and caught him. So he had two suits on at that time. So I don't know if he if he did away with his Scarlet Spider outfit, but it's probably hidden away. Yeah, there's also other stuff he might have left. Like obviously he worked on the web shooters in that room and stuff. So like there could there there definitely could be. It's a good point, but I do think just the fact that Tony knew where he lived is probably the answer. 
Uh, come on, Matt. What teenage boy isn't working on his web shooters in his bedroom? Oh. <laughs> Did I make it weird? You made it so weird. Okay, Nathaniel Blinar <laughs> said to his time travel in the MCU, you cannot change your past, only your future. As Banner says, when you travel to the past, your present becomes your past, and the past you are traveling to is your new future. So when Cap goes to the past, he decides to stay and live out his life with Peggy. Old Man Cap showing up means that he was always with Peggy in this timeline all along. Cap doesn't change the timeline or create a new timeline, because living with Peggy always was part of this timeline. We just didn't know. That makes sense, except... Uh, makes sense, except we they made other changes... Now, not necessarily in the thing he went to do, but their, the, the last trip. But, like, they made other changes, and obviously those did create new timelines. Or, you know, based on how I understand time travel, those had to have created new timelines. Uh, the, the, now, one way that this theory works, in my mind, is, like, maybe if the MCU has always been the sixth timeline. Yeah. Well, that's how uh, I read an article where um, Chris, uh, no, Stephen McFeely, the writer, or one of the writers, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Stephen McFeely said that he and Christopher Marcus wrote it such that, or wrote it with the intention of this has always been that timeline where Cap went back and lived out his life with Peggy. That's just always been part of the timeline. Like, we've been watching that offshoot universe. Right, right. That's that's the way I, I only the way I really see it working. Yeah, and that's the way that makes the most like romantic sense uh, for them, and like lets us play out this whole fantasy that maybe Cap was able to live out a quiet, happy life. Yeah, because uh, we know that that's not part of his his character in the comics at all is to be able to rest. There's still um, there still means that there's a universe where Cap disappeared and never came back. You know, or or, or or disappeared and went back to his own timeline or something. I don't know. There's well, a, no. there's another universe. There's a out universe there. where Cap disappeared and never came back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Oh God. Yeah. Exactly. Matt, you just crushed my soul. <laughs> yeah. There's a universe where if if what he did worked perfectly, that he didn't change anything and did not create too many ripples in the timeline, so that all the stuff still happened with Thanos, um, then. He went back, and yeah, that's and, and then, then never showed back up. It's sad. Oh. It's sad. On that note, everybody, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just want you to think of a world devoid of Captain America. That's what we need. That's what I mean. We, that's kind of what we have going forward. That's what we have going forward. And now there's no Spider-Man. Ah. It just sucks because they'd made him so the heart of the MCU. Like, he yep. took... He took on the sort of the brains of Iron Man and the heart of Captain America and put them together. He learned from both those men. He sort of put them together and now he's, you know, go- going to be the the main hero going forward. Like to me, he's one of the he- he's the headline hero of the MCU at this point. Yeah. And without him it feels really empty. <sighs> Man. All right. It well, hurts. It's so sad. No, no Captain America in this universe. No Iron Man in this universe. No Spider Man in this universe. 
So we'll see. talk to you next week, everybody. <laughs> Until next time, true believers. Thank you.